Hello, everyone. Welcome to um, another uh, session here of uh, Ramblings and Takeaways. Um, and welcome to today's show, which uh, we will actually look or I will talk about uh, the Oscars that happened this year, Oscars 2022. And um, it's it was it was quite interesting. And I think um, one of the, the things that um, people want to talk about as well, and people have talked about over the past week, was the infamous uh, slap that uh, occurred um, when Will Smith slapped uh, his fellow actor and um, sometime friend, uh, Chris Rock, uh, on stage, live in front of, uh, of everyone. So, um, but before I get to that, I just want to um, uh, talk a bit about some of some of the other stuff as well that got overshadowed, and I think uh, it's important to to uh, see that too and to consider it and not let the the bad news here um, um, overshadow all the good stuff that did happen. And for myself, I am um, very interested in watching these award shows. I was disappointed that the Golden Globes were or did not happen. And so I think that kind of gives me something to look forward to, to see the balance between uh, uh, the differences between the two award shows and so on, as well as just... Um, celebrate movies and actors and uh, and all the work that goes into it. I think that's why I, I, I like that. And it also gets me interested in, in movies to see. Now, interestingly, also, um, this year uh, was the first time that uh, um, I had my son watch with me and uh, to watch the whole program. I told him, this is good. You got to watch it. And uh, it became uh, kind of an historic event, too, uh, as, uh, as it went along. And so... Um, as someone who loves movies, I think uh, it's, uh, it's again, uh, hugely important. Not all the movies that I like are usually nominated, but uh, there were quite a few very good ones uh, this year, especially, and quite talented folks there. And, um, uh, and then they won and uh, well-deservedly so. Um, so to get started here, I think one of the things that I actually really liked um, from the show was... Um, Surprisingly, uh, Kevin Costner's uh, speech, and um, I loved how he talked about adult movies, but he didn't mean, um, of course, the kind of movie that comes to mind, and I think that was on purpose, not an accident, um, but that he was seven years old and he watched uh, his, his first movie in the movie theater, and it just like underscored the magic of, of cinema. And um, the the beauty of it, the inspiration that lies behind it. And we can see it because it did uh, obviously um, inspire him to make movies himself as an actor and later on as a director. And he his first movie was a Western and he continued with that. And I loved how he was also talking about not wanting to leave his seat during an intermission because it's a long movie and back then, uh, those long movies, if you remember things like Ben-Hur and so on, or Lawrence of Arabia, there was a, a musical interlude and intermission, and people would go and then come back and uh, get drinks and then come back. And um, in that case, he would not leave his seat because he felt he needed to grab onto it, hold onto it, so um, it would not get lost. He would have that that uh, uh, special seat uh, in the audience. I, I think that was very moving. I didn't like actually Jane Campion who kind of dismissed him as like 
oh, it's dramatic speech and so on. It was it was uh, heartfelt and uh, resonated with me for sure. Um, that's one thing. And then uh, talking about the winners, uh, um, Jessica Chastain, um, she won, and she was in uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye, and she, uh, it was a wonderful performance. And that's one of the things where you say yes, absolutely well deserved. Uh, great film, good film. It didn't get enough uh, uh, recognition, I think, um, but definitely what uh, lives through it, shines through it, was was her her very strong acting, and uh, she impressed and impersonated uh, the character she was playing as. Uh, you know, actors and actresses uh, tend to do, and the good ones disappear in that role and maybe even add to it. I, I think she might have come up a bit more, the character might have come up a bit more sympathetic than she might have been in real life. I don't know details about that, but definitely it was very convincing. Uh, of course, then we have Ariana DeBose, who uh, won for Best Supporting Actress. What's important here, it was, again, also uh, well-deserved for her part in West Side Story, Steven Spielberg's version of it. And uh, she's the first openly uh, queer Afro-Latina to win. And that was, again, uh, quite historic, but uh, absolutely uh, uh, well done, too. Her performance was quite strong. I'm not so keen on West Side Story. I didn't really like the first one, the original, and um, the second one was slightly better, but still did not uh, did not fascinate or impress. It was well done, but in in many cases, I felt it was it was uh, overrated. But it, again, it didn't win Best Picture, which is uh, which is a good thing in this case, especially. Um, then. Um, there were some other uh, interesting points again. Uh, Encanto won uh, for animated feature, which is again quite good. I thought it was somewhat generic. I thought it was kind of the safe bet here, the most uh, pleasing one because people enjoyed uh, watching it, and maybe that's why it won. Um, I thought the other ones, uh, the other contenders, were equally strong, and in my view, even better. Uh, especially the ones that I had seen. And so whether it was Luca, I think that was the strongest in the in the batch, or uh, Raya and The Last Dragon, I think they were really well-made uh, um, animated uh, movies. So um, should have won, in my view. Um, though, again, that's it's not, it's not the worst decision they made, but definitely one that was driven by popular opinion, I felt. Um, the moment the incident, or again, before uh, um, uh, awarding here Summer of Soul, which is an excellent documentary, which should have gotten more attention, but uh, which was, again, diminished because of the incident, uh, the slapping incident, uh, was Summer of Soul, and which I, I, I very much enjoyed and uh, was very well done about the Harlem Festival um, that happened in 1969. Uh, some people uh, refer to it as the Black Woodstock, which, again, um, I don't think is, is is fair. I think it's it's in its own right, and it should have uh, this festival should have gotten much more press. And uh, considering um, just the times, the uh, statements, the political statements, as well as and mainly uh, the wonderful performances. Right, there were um, uh, great performances from Steve Wonder to Nina Simone and so on, and it was just a fascinating inside both of the times of what was going on as well as of course the music that uh, that lives on so um that was really well deserved and Questlove made it who it was his first directorial uh debut for for again for this documentary and um 
it uh, it should have gotten again uh, more attention um but uh like many other things it kind of uh, drowned because of the incident uh Gene Campion won for best uh, uh um director um great film right uh, not the the second best film in that batch i would i would say uh, of the ones that i've seen and um uh, she won over steven spielberg and they had a, a showdown in 1994 i believe and and spielberg won but he had made schindler's list and she had made uh, the piano at the time um piano is an okay film but schindler's list obviously well-deserved here uh, uh, for Steven Spielberg. This time, I didn't think he he should have won, and he didn't, so that is good. Um, P.T. Anderson is somebody who I um, very much like. I love his movies. Um, and I haven't seen Licorice Pizza yet, um, but he would be somebody, my go-to person, if he's nominated. If he makes a movie, he should win an award, basically, automatically. Although, yes, there are some fluctuations in his work, too, but uh, definitely... Uh, uh, an important uh, director and filmmaker. Um, but again, um, Jane Campion, well-deserved, uh, made a Western about uh, uh, here with, with great actors and, um, and well done, really well done film, I think. The one that won, uh, obviously, is is uh, Coda, which is uh, a dear friend had suggested that movie to me a long time ago before it became popular and uh, it is just a stunning film that it should have won it did win and uh, and Troy Kotsur also as the uh, supporting actor I, I I fully commit to that again best screenplay as well well done perhaps even directing was a chance but again there were uh, um, there was a uh, strong competition as well in that in that field but um I think uh, Coda was one of the films that also got overshadowed by this, and it should have had much more focus. People should be talking about this film much more than they did. And again, that that incident, which we're going to get to, because I, I promised I will, and it's it would be incomplete not to talk about it, of course. Um, but I think um, Coda should have gotten, again, more recognition. People should be talking more about uh, um the, the deaf community, the difficulty is that they go through. And um, and so it does have a perspective of, again, the hearing community, because, again, Koda, children of deaf adults, and it's the, the, the main character is this, this girl is trying to struggle the two sides. She is the bridge to communicating with uh, uh, with others. Um, and uh, I But I think in their own right, this was really the first time where we watched a movie where uh, most of it was actually in sign language, or large portions of it were. And that was fascinating to me because over the past years, it's something that I've taken on as, a, as an occasional hobby and uh, with my family. So we started learning signing uh, in, in different, um, different terms, our names, and well as just basic uh, communication. And uh, I, I, I found that very gratifying to see that too. And it's very, uh, very challenging to learn. So I, I learned just just by doing it. It's like when you take on a new foreign language and you say, oh, my God, this is difficult to pronounce. And how do they do it? Again, the same thing here with, with that. So um, I very much enjoyed uh, the film itself, and which is a remake uh, um, of a French movie, which I haven't seen. But again, really well done. And um, 
fully deserved uh, win there. Again, also for uh, the supporting actor, a deaf actor who uh, was very, very convincing and again, well-deserved uh, uh, to, to win this. Um, so uh, yeah, that brings us to, to the incident. And um, um, so it was, um, it was very uh, strange. So one of the, the things that uh, the, the fallout is also kind of strange too. Um, so it, it started off with uh, a joke by Chris Rock, obviously, uh, about uh, um, uh, Will Smith's uh, wife and um, her looks, uh, which was um, not a classy joke. But um, again, bad jokes are, are, are part of it. And as a, as a comedian, I, I'm sure you people will have flat jokes. Some of them won't work. Some of them are probably you shouldn't have said it and you kind of regret afterwards. Um, but the reaction was very disproportionate to what he had said. Right, so it was insensitive, um, but uh, it wasn't to an extent where you would go and use violence on a person. Um, interestingly, um, uh, Will Smith's first reaction was uh, I, he was laughing, and I think he he even clapped briefly, clapped until we see uh, uh, the reaction of his wife, and he was uh, attended on that, and suddenly he just switched and uh, just went on stage. And uh, slapped his 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 fellow the fellow actor um, uh, Chris uh, Chris Rock and uh, in front of the audience. Now, uh, this was uh, completely unacceptable, as uh, as we know. It's it's criminal, it's it's violence, and um, uh, um, it was absolutely wrong. It was stunningly wrong, and it is surprising how someone of his stature, of Will Smith, who has this wonderful, great reputation, who's such a, a positive, upbeat person, especially in his movies, and suddenly to turn into this monster, because that's the, the only way uh, uh, I could describe that. And especially also after he did that, and we were shocked, we thought this was part of the show, and I realized that it was not staged when you see his face, and it was it was uh, bleeped out. But you can actually uh, lip reading is something that uh, is uh, uh, I've been practicing a bit too, and uh, you can clearly see what he's saying and the swearing and just the expression on his face. This was a sight uh, of, uh, of a famed actor, of uh, a very popular actor that we had never seen before, and. Um, uh, that was um, that was shocking, actually, and for some reason it uh, it, it moved me as well as the world, of course, uh, just because it was also so unexpected. You know, we did not see that, and it shows you also that um, uh, actors uh, we see them as role models, but um, in many cases they might not be the people we think they are, because anyway they. Uh, they're uh, they're acting. They're given lines. They're pretending, and uh, the the roles they choose is something that then we identify them with this, and it's not necessarily true. And there's a mismatch, which we saw in that case, um, of course. Um, after the incident, he was asked to leave. He did not leave, which he should have. Um, in my view, they should have taken him away right there. Right, the police was ready, but. Um, um, 
Chris Rock did not want to uh, did not want to press any charges, but they would have taken away. The problem here is that it would have looked very bad. They thought we already had a terrible incident. Now him being dragged off during the live awards. So I can see why the uh, Academy did not want to do it right away. But then to give him the opportunity to go and speak even after the incident was a bit strange. And but it also showed you uh, because he actually did not really apologize to to Chris Rock as he was on stage. That was his moment, and um, I think it's it's also kind of the overreaction not only in the act, the violent act, but also in terms of emotions and trying to justify that why he did it, which was again completely off as well. And instead of making things better, I think he made things worse. And here we have an incident that um, he, uh, with a slap in the face of another person, he shot himself in the foot, right? And, uh, and it basically uh, not necessarily erased his whole career, but did damage his reputation. And if there are calls to take that Oscar away from him, I would support that. Now, is is not is somebody I like, so that's why it, it hurts so much more. But I think we have to be um, fair. And um, the hero in all of this is actually Chris Rock, who is get, not completely innocent, right? That's important to point out. But what he did was very commendable because he did not fight back. He stood his ground. Uh, he got slapped. And uh, he stood tall. Right. And um, by doing nothing, right? by not um, necessarily reacting to it in, 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 a, in an aggressive way. And he, he, he kept his calm. And it's quite interesting. And this is just bizarre. And this is this this uh, these times, this world is just moments of complete bizarre moments that we have, like just randomness. And so uh, he gets a standing ovation for being slapped in the face uh, when he has his next show. His sales have profited, uh, Chris Rock. He's, he's sold uh, more uh, tickets because of that, and people are expecting him to, to respond. He says he's still processing it, and he's thinking of jokes to, um, uh, to come up with later on at a later date, not uh, while this is still emotionally raw. And... Um, I think that's important. And the, the the whole focus here and people who justify what Will Smith did is, well, he did it for his wife. He's trying to protect her. And that was his speech. Um, it did not impress King Richard himself. Richard Williams did not like what happened. He he uh, he objected to it in clear terms, right? That's important um, because uh, Will Smith was comparing himself to him because that was the person he played and, and, and King Richard himself or uh, Richard Williams said no. No, this is not me. This is not what I would have done in the situation. And it is uh, an embarrassment in front of uh, a live audience, in front of uh, his uh, his daughters to have that. And again, my son seeing that uh, sees the dark side of uh, of stardom in many cases. And I, we will get to the takeaways uh, of that too, especially relating to stars. Um in terms of also the wife, I mean, they do, from what I know, they do have an open marriage. So that kind of changes things a bit, in my view, because when you're defending um, somebody, for me, that is not as close-knit a marriage as, uh, as uh, you know, a more traditional way would be. People might disagree with that, and that's perfectly fine. But that's, again, my personal uh, opinion on this. Um, but what is also not acceptable is to say, I did it for love. And that's what uh, uh, 
people who, who abuse uh, their spouses say, right? So we have to be careful of that, of standing up. Yes, he wanted to show his manhood in front of uh, all the audience, but um, that was completely off. That was completely wrong. What he should have done is just wait it out and later on make a comment, maybe in his speech without, you know, the slap. That would have made him uh, a hero in many ways and say, look, I do not like these comments. People should not make fun of other people who are suffering from, from certain conditions. And I think that would have been the noble way to do that. And he, what he did is he gave in to his impulses, which were not helping him in that situation. Um, what I hope will not happen is that now everyone will be, which will happen most likely, uh, a case of self-censorship where people will not make jokes afraid of being slapped uh, in front of people or from the audience. And that should, that is not good. Right. Uh, and um, yeah, it's, again, it's also the joke itself. Uh, we can take it uh, if we have, it's okay. It's not funny. Right. But we can still take it if we feel comfortable in our own skin. And I think that was an issue where they said, yeah, we are comfortable with the situation, with our relationship. And I think it shows that the relationship is also uh, fraught with many difficulties, but that's a completely different matter here. Um, and so these are some of the, uh, some of the ramblings about uh, this incident. And um yeah, so let's get to the three takeaways, um, which I have here. And so um, what can we learn from all of this? Uh, well, the, the first one, I think, is uh, hugely important here. Um, uh, violence is unacceptable and inexcusable, right? So it's, uh, in, in, it's, we can't avoid it. In certain cases, uh, yes, it might be necessary, especially when it comes to issues of self-defense. Um, but uh, no matter how we dress it, we try to excuse it or justify it. It is, especially in this specific case, was a case of bullying, right? And uh, uh, it's important to control our impulses and not to give in to that, right? Um, the best way here would be a more diplomatic way of doing it, a reasonable, rational way of reacting and not giving in to your wild impulses. So violence is unacceptable and inexcusable. And I'm talking about specifically here, uh, the slap that happened on stage uh, in this situation. Um, the, the second thing that we um, get insight into is that celebrities have their own share of problems, right? Celebrities have problems too. And um, again, they're just actors who take on roles and they repeat lines, right? So that's uh, that's what they do. And some of them, again, are really good at it and they make us believe um, their um, characters and so on. But we just have to keep in mind that uh, even if you are famous, even if you have fame and fortune, that does not necessarily make you a role model. It gives you attention. So whatever you do becomes magnified in the world. But it doesn't mean that they are good people or role models to follow. And we have to keep that in mind. That is the the the, the danger here, too, of... Uh, um, not just blindly following um, uh, people we like, right? Famous people. Uh, what's also important that mental health affects everyone, each and everyone, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much fame you have, no matter how privileged you may be as well, uh, uh, it is, um, it affects everyone, 
right? We cannot escape it. So it's really important to to deal with it. And if uh, I think in many ways it's kind of displacement, it wasn't really Chris Rock he wanted to hit. It was maybe he wanted to show off in this case. He wanted to impress his wife, or there was again uh, something between them that uh, made him uh, triggered him. But it's not. Uh, uh, it's we have to deal with it. Right? We have to accept responsibility and deal with it and try our best to, uh, to, um, to treat it in, in any way that uh, is fit and necessary in that situation. Okay. Openly talking about it is good. So let's, uh, and I think that is, again, that's one thing I'm trying to do here as well by, uh, by doing my, um, my programs. And finally, uh, the third uh, takeaway is diversity needs to include the voice of those who cannot speak. And I'm speaking, of course, specifically about uh, CODA, the deaf and mute community. I don't think they have been represented enough. Uh, I don't think they have been included enough. When we talk about inclusion, again, uh, we have to ensure that uh, um, everybody's voice is heard. And uh, in this case, I think um, that needs to change. Also, a perspective uh, of them. And um, and I think that is that is hugely needed and necessary. And the problem is with uh, um, the incident that happened, it took away that focus. Uh, and that should have been really the focus afterwards, right? Not the slap between these two. Um, and the slap, uh, both mislapping Chris Rock, of course. Um, so um, these are, again, the three takeaways. We're talking about violence. I am... Uh, I, I consider myself a pacifist. I know that violence is sometimes necessary, right? In certain cases, again, perhaps justified, but not in this case, definitely not. And we want to uh, avoid it to the extent that that is possible. Um, violence is unacceptable and excusable. Celebrities have their own share of problems. Mental health is, is very important for everyone. And finally, uh, diversity, again, is something that we need to look for and expand and so that everybody is included so that these are my my thoughts about um what happened what occurred in the oscars uh 2022 um uh, there are still quite a few movies that i have on my list that i haven't had a chance to um to watch what is also quite interesting in this year we also had uh, a streaming uh, a network win it or here in this case apple and uh, which is also showing a shift, um, good or bad. Again, that depends uh, um, how people feel about it. But it's moved away from the major companies. And now we have networks that are making, producing their own films. And they're very good films, right? So uh, there is a benefit there. But they might not have seen it in the movie theater. They will see it from the comfort of their own homes. That It has uh, good and bad things. Uh, I will have uh, maybe a rambling episode, on, rambling and takeaways episode on um, my uh, movie experience and movie going experience when I was younger, but that is again for another session. So thank you very much for listening. I do look forward to um, to um, having you again uh, um, soon for another session. And uh, please uh, follow, subscribe, whatever you want to do, and uh, to stay in touch. And um, again, thank you very much for listening. Take care and have a wonderful day.